Welcome to the Cody Lee Show. Joining you from my hometown of Kansas City, a large city with a hometown feel. I'm your host, Cody Lee, body mind coach, Reiki master, artist, massage therapist, and lover of all things healing and metaphysical. My deepest desire is to support you in living your empowered life. Inviting you to connect deeply within, discover new ways of thinking, seeing, and understanding the world, and hearing truly inspiring stories of growth and transformation. I am so excited to hop into the topic today of comfort zones. So this whole month, kind of giving a, a little bit of a focus and a light on dealing with challenges. And oftentimes we don't kind of realize that sometimes when we're being challenged in life, facing different challenges, different things are coming up for us, we are actually dealing with that edge of our comfort zone, or as I like to say, the terrifying experiences, right? Is it terrifying and exciting? <laughs> then it may be terrifying. And so leaning into those areas actually allows us to get to grow and get to change and get to transform. Um, and so today, it's I really want to focus all of my attention kind of on comfort zone challenges. On the Sassy Soul Sister podcast, Heather and I really dived into a couple different topics this month around, you know, faith-based as it pertains to challenges and what it really means to um, level up and, and change your existing ideas and stories, which I think is really good. And I, you know, doing a topic all on mindset shifting when it comes to facing challenges, how to shift your mindset, how to change the way that you're thinking. Um, but today is really all about comfort zones. So what do I mean by comfort zone? Ultimately, I mean that place where you feel the most comfortable, but can sometimes actually feel like it's keeping you stuck. So what does this look like in life? Well, it can look like somebody who wants to start a business. They don't know how to step out. They don't know what to do. They don't know who they need to talk to. And it's almost scarier to try and find the answers and kind of step into vulnerability around um, kind of learning all over again versus just saying, oh, that's for somebody else. I can never do that. I'm just going to stay comfortable in what I know and how I'm doing it in my exact same path, right? So that's maybe a big ticket item. Maybe if we look at just smaller ticket items, small ways that we kind of stick to our comfort zone, and that is your drive home. I'm sure your drive home from work or your drive to a place you always go to is the same path every single time. But sometimes... <laughs> When we want to push ourselves in a way that helps us grow, in a way that helps us flourish, in a way that helps us change and transform, we have to take a slightly different path. So when was the last time you took the scenic route home versus the quickest way home? Or maybe when was the last time you took, you know, all highways instead of country roads, the opposite of whatever it is you normally do? That can be a small way to kind of push you outside your comfort zone or at least take a different path that isn't maybe the most comfortable. And I think that that's really the value of looking at our life and challenges that come up is sometimes challenges are really just 
inviting us to grow. Maybe they're not really, you know, your, your big challenges, like someone passing away, someone dying, um, someone getting sick in your family, you getting sick. Um, those are kind of your big life challenges. And that's not really what this comfort zone topic is about. The comfort zone topic is about, you know, you're promoted to a position and there's a lot of uncertainty and you don't know if you're going to be able to make it. And it's really actually inviting you to, you know, grow, to step into new things, to kind of learn some new tasks. And you're growing again outside of that zone that you've become comfortable, that's become uh, you know, almost uh, the known area, you know, homeostasis, if you will. You're, you're stepping out of it and stepping into something new. So now that I've kind of gone over some of the ways in which your comfort zone can show up for you, and I really want you to just kind of, you know, be thinking in the back of your head, how does your comfort zone show up? Or maybe how does that push, that invitation to step outside of the comfort zone, how does that show up for you? Now, I also want to, to really say, in this place, we don't always have to step outside of our comfort zone. Maybe the the stepping out of our comfort zone is slowing down, right? So for a long time, I had created a pattern in my life of, you know, striving and pushing and, you know, it kind of I hear that hustle 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 culture in the background in my mind of like going out there and making it happen. And stepping out of my comfort zone was actually not you know, pushing and forcing and making it happen, it was actually slowing down and inviting in more peace and cultivating more, you know, stillness and presence. That was uncomfortable. So our comfort zone doesn't have to look like, you know, something outward. It can also look like something inward. Um, and when we really come when we really come into facing it for ourselves, it's that edge, that place that is is slightly uncomfortable, but is like a uncomfortable that we know is going to help us grow. We know is going to help us get to the next level or take the next step or move in that direction that we really want to go. But it maybe is uncomfortable. Um, I don't know. When I first started doing this podcast, it was super uncomfortable. I didn't really know where to begin or how to do it. And I was kind of felt like I was just winging it. Sometimes I still feel like I'm winging it, <laughs> um, especially when I started doing you know videos and lives online. I felt like like, oh, I'm going to mess it all up and I shouldn't do this and yada, yada, yada. And I would talk myself out of it when really what was happening was I wanted to do something that I wasn't entirely comfortable with it. So I had to show up to do it to then get comfortable with it. And now, of course, I feel all the comfort in the world. I don't feel uncomfortable getting lot, you know, going live or creating little videos. If you've been on my Instagram page, you know I don't. I love making little videos. Um, so, but to know that in the beginning I was not comfortable with that, I feel like it goes back to you know that four stages of growth that I think I talked about a couple of weeks ago is. Four stages of growth that really taught me how to step into my own experience of confidence. And, you know, that, that first stage of growth is infancy. We ultimately want to be in the fourth stage, which is wisdom, right? It goes from infancy to adolescence to adulthood and then finally to wisdom. But when we go through that trajectory, sometimes we have to start back over at infancy in a particular task or a particular thing. It's like if you've never started a business, you will to start a business, you will step into infancy. And I feel like that's what the comfort zone is really about is like your comfort zone says, this is where I know all the things, but anything outside of this I don't know is scary. 
it's it's overwhelming it's you know it's the no go zone but really it's the zone that we get to play in it's the zone that we get to lean in and say oh i'm just in infancy i'm learning all over again but when i learn i grow when i learn i get to go beyond who I have been into something I don't even know quite yet. And there's something really beautiful about that. So when are the times when we need to face it? When we want to build something new or that has never been in our life? That's when we face our comfort zone, right? We face that edge of the comfort and the discomfort. And we constantly kind of, you know, it's, I kind of feel like we cha-cha between the two, right? You kind of cha-cha a little bit out into the discomfort and, you know, put that first live video out or, you know, whatever. And then you come back to the comfort zone or, you know, if we're actually learning dance, right? You learn those first few steps and you're jankity at it and you're not good and you're fumbling all over yourself. If you just stop there, then you never learn. But if you just keep showing up to that discomfort a little bit at a time, and I want you to hear that that's a part of, you know, a part of overcoming challenges in our life is seeing where these challenges maybe aren't real challenges. They're just us stepping outside of our comfort zone. Example that I have, which was really powerful for me as, you know, as a friend watching my friend go through this, she applied to a new job and she got it. And then all of a sudden she was terrified and she came to me and she was like, oh my God, I'm having all these feelings. I feel like I'm overwhelmed. And I was like, honey, you're just feeling imposter syndrome. You're just stepping outside of your comfort zone into a slightly, you know, new caveat of your career. It's still within the career. You're still doing similar things, but it's a whole new environment. So you're just kind of stepping outside of your comfort zone. And the, that those are the moments that we need to realize that maybe this thing that is feels scary and feels really big is really just us stepping up to something that is uncomfortable and or unknown and we're starting in infancy all over again which isn't a bad thing that's actually a really good thing you're growing you're learning you're expanding so when you realize that and you, you can face those areas i want you to kind of think about your life where in your life are you maybe stepping out beyond the things that you're comfortable with into new territory that is uncertain or unfamiliar, but is also a place where you can learn, okay? That's where the edge of your comfort zone is. And you really want to push beyond and go beyond when you know it's going to help you grow and expand. Now, I do have a slight warning with this, and I say this in a really loving place, especially with all the human design stuff that I do, is you want to make sure that the pushing yourself beyond your comfort zone isn't a pushing something that is not in alignment for you. And that's a really easy, you know, it's an easy thing to just check in with the body and say, hey, body, does this feel like this is aligned? And that's why I go back to this word terasiding, right? It can be terrifying if it is also exciting, if it's also something that's like exhilarating. Kind of think about, you know, a kid that is safely strapped in, you know, a, a, an amusement park ride um, and a roller coaster ride, and they're going to be safe, but it's also kind of, you know, terrifying. You're going to go up on this big dive and then come down and swish it all around. And that's terrifying. Where it's exciting, it gets exhilarating. If you're the person that isn't, 
like deathly afraid of heights, getting on a roller coaster is not going to be terrifying. It's just going to be downright terrifying and awful and just a full, your whole body is going to be like, no, absolutely not. So that's what I want you to think about is your body, your intuition, your gut is going to know what is right for you. And if it's a full on body, no, it's not right for you. That's not a comfort zone. That's a hard boundary. It's not in alignment. But if your body is a yes, but your mind and your insecurities and your gremlins are all like, oh my God, I don't know if we can do this. That's the terasiding, right? Your whole body is like, yeah, this is the next right step. This is energetically aligned. Let's do it. And your whole entire mind and ego, so to speak, is like, I don't know if we can do this. That's actually you facing your comfort zone. That's you stepping beyond into the uncomfort zone that ultimately becomes your comfort zone. And then it's like, I want you to think about that, right? You're expanding that circle of the zone in which you're comfortable, of what you can do and what you can accomplish, and also who you know yourself as. So this is where I kind of want to bring in a really powerful story for me because this story, this experience taught me so much about who I am, but it also really taught me that line between is this, you know, something that is in alignment or is this something that is not? <laughs> um, and that is I, I lived abroad for a little while. Um, I, I studied in Italy and I went to go visit friends in Spain and of course, you're there. I'm in Europe. I'm going to try and go to as many places as I can because I don't know when I'm ever going to be back. And I can hop on a train or hop on a plane quickly enough and get to these different parts of the Europe. It was amazing. So <clears throat> my friends and I had set up, we were going to go to Barcelona and then we were going to go to Ibiza afterwards and like kind of do a day trip. Well, it was kind of like a back and forth, right? I was supposed to arrive in Barcelona and then we were going to go to Ibiza and then come back to Barcelona. It was this whole thing. I missed the connecting flight. My, my, my uh, plane showed up late and I missed the connecting flight to a pizza. And the way that the flights worked and how I had to book it, it basically was just a loss, right? I just missed the flight, say la vie, life moves on. And then I was in Barcelona and I was like, okay, I don't have a place to stay tonight. I don't know anything in this city. I don't know how I'm going to get around. And it was a moment I had where I was like, okay, I can either panic about this or I can manage the situation. And the first thing I remember doing was I said, I asked myself, I said, you know, it was kind of like I came into my body before I realized coming into my body was a thing. And I just kind of checked it and I said, am I safe? And the resounding answer was yes, I'm safe. I'm in an airport. I can, there are people I can talk to, there's going to be, you know, security guards and whatever, but there's also going to be, you know, tourist um, kind of kiosks, so to speak, or people that I can talk to about how to connect with a hotel or how to connect with a bus into town to find a hostel to do all the things. So there was that moment of like checking in, am I safe? Am I, am I safe? This is just scary because it's pushing me outside of my comfort zone, but I am ultimately safe. I have the ability to get around and I have the tools at my disposal to do it. So it wasn't like a, I need to get safe as soon as possible sort of thing before I can make any further decisions. And that's, I think, the distinction. You know, sometimes I think we, we want to push ourselves outside of our comfort zone, but you really have to check in. Am I safe? Okay, if I'm not safe, get safe first. It doesn't matter the situation. It doesn't matter the circumstance. You know, it can be a, a really bad, you know, relationship that is also abusive. Get safe first. That's the most important before you start doing anything else, right? So I checked in. I was safe. I knew that I was going to be all right. I was in alignment. This was just pushing me outside of my comfort zone. 
And I chose in that moment to face it, to face it with grace, but to also face it knowing I was scared and that that was okay too. And I could breathe with that and I could move with that and I was going to be all right. And so I said, you know, what is the next right step? Well, the next right step is I need to get from the airport to a place that's going to have a lot of hotels or hostels or Airbnbs or whatever. And at the time I was thinking, okay, I really want to find a hostel. And at that time when I traveled, we didn't have, I didn't really have a phone that I could like Google and look it up in the area. We have a little bit more ease with that nowadays in our world. But at the time I didn't, I had, you know, the the like old brick phone that looks like the little square brick and, you know, you can type in it or whatever. But I didn't have a smartphone that could find all the things in the area and like grab a taxi and all that. I also was a student. I didn't have a lot of money. I didn't have money to spend on this. In fact, I'd spent my money on, you know, the plane ticket that I missed and the hotel room that I was going to stay with my friends, which I had to just kind of, all of that was a wash at that point. And it was all out of my control. And so I thought, okay, what my next right step is, to get into city and to maybe find a, an internet cafe or, you know, find a hostel or find something. So I was like, okay. So then I just went to the places that had, you know, um, that had vehicles, that had, you know, cars and and the, the, the bus route and all of that. And I found a person, I asked them and they directed me to the correct bus that I needed to take to get into town. So I caught on that bus and I was like, okay, I'm here. And at that point I took a deep breath and two things I allowed myself to really feel and experience. One was how afraid I was and just breathed with it. And then two was how excited I was to be in Barcelona. Like it was so excited. I was so excited to be in Barcelona. And that was important for me to acknowledge both of those things, that I was on this epic adventure and I was also a little scared and I would be fine. But I think that was my first experience of really understanding that you can have both. You can have the, you know, terrifying experience where you're both excited and a little terrified at the same time and it all work out okay. So I got into the city town and I kind of got directions as to, you know, what kiosk or what company I should go talk to, to be able to try and find a hostel. There was like a particular, um, uh, booth that I was supposed to go to. And so I kind of got, you know, my bearings around on that and I had a map and so I could kind of get around. And thankfully it was also, I don't know, two o'clock in the afternoon. So I had some grace. It wasn't like I arrived at midnight and missed my flight. And here I am in the middle of the night trying to figure out how to get around. I kind of had some grace around how I took my next steps. I was in daylight. I could wander around. I could, you know, find places, yada, yada. So I eventually found my way to an internet cafe because they had a few of those around and I got on the internet and I found, I couldn't find um, uh, hotels that were right. I found a couple hostels. Um, One of them I called and they were fully booked. And then another one I called, they were available. And I said, okay, I'll be right there. And so it it wasn't far away and I made my way to that area. But the entire time I tried to just remember where I was. And here I am. Yes, I have this great adventure and it's something I'm I'm trying to solve all these problems, so to speak, this challenge that I'm facing. But I'm also in Barcelona and I can like enjoy the scenery and the just the city center that I'm walking at, while I get to the, my destination. And it wasn't, you know, the perfect destination, but it was, 
I just needed a place to stay for the night. So it was going to work. And by what I mean by like it wasn't perfect, I mean, I think I stayed in a hostel that had like three bunk beds in it. So there was like six people in a room, um, which, you know, is a thing in Europe. You just stay in hostels and sometimes you just stay in places where there's a lot of people that stay with you (laughs) and you just kind of have to, you know, move with the punches, so to speak. Um, But I knew that. I knew that accepting that going in. Now, older version of me, if I end up somewhere, I'm going to find a hotel, even if it's uh, quite a bit more expensive. But at the time, it was not something I could afford. (laughs) Hotel was out of the option. Hostel it was. So I found a really wonderful place. It was really cute. It was clean. The people were very nice. I was able to get right in. I was able to get my, you know, my little bunk bed, you know, bed. And I got myself all settled. But that whole experience, it taught me so much about what I was capable of. It, the whole thing like kept pushing me outside of my comfort zone, missing, you know, missing the, the, the airplane connection, then trying to figure out how to get into town, then taking the next right step to find the hostel, not having trouble finding a place that I could stay. Like I tried several different, you know, avenues and it wasn't quite working. And then finally one stuck. All of that taught me how to persevere. It taught me how to believe in myself. It taught me how to go beyond what I was comfortable with and that even when I take that step outside of my comfort zone, I'm going to be fine. How to check in with myself and really make sure that I'm safe, that I'm in a secure place and I don't need to, you know, find a security officer or find a, you know, someone in authority that can help protect me, but also that I am in a safe place and I can trust myself to know where to go and how to move. Um, that's all that that experience taught me. But what it taught me after that has been astronomical because there have been times where I'm faced with maybe not a similar experience of missing my flight and then having to figure out how, you know, where I'm going to stay in a foreign country, but maybe, you know, not knowing how to start my business and not knowing where to turn to or how to do it and coming back to those questions of what is my next right step? What is the first thing I feel like I need to know and to just take that step. You know, maybe when I started my massage business, I was like, maybe I just need to talk to other massage therapists that own their own business. Maybe I should just start there and they can give me advice as to what I need to do. Right. So that was my first, you know, next right step that allowed me to continue to push myself out of my comfort zone. And so that's what I want you to kind of hear here is challenges in life they're going to come. And when we want to grow ourselves, that's when we're going to face that comfort zone. We're going to face the places that we're comfortable to step into something that we're not comfortable with and to grow and evolve and change. Even when you come down to like the brass taxes of changing a thought pattern or changing a belief structure. I tell people all the time, I think one of the most important things that we can do is challenge our beliefs internally, challenge our thinking. Because what we tend to think we then believe and what we tend to believe we then react with, connect with, you know, take action with, and then ultimately whatever we take action with, we then create in our life. So when we don't question our thought patterns or question our beliefs, we don't then question the reality of what we're producing. And we don't really see that there's a connection. But when we really start to look at our thoughts and challenge that, you know, those belief structures, we then get to say, well, is this true? Is this always true? Or is this just something I've become comfortable believing, comfortable saying, comfortable living, comfortable doing, but it isn't actually helping me grow or move beyond into 
the next version of who I want to be or expand and grow into what I want to create in my life. So my invitation for you in this is maybe sit down and just do some journaling around what are some areas that you want to grow? What does that picture look like? What is that destination, that dream, that goal, that other side look like? Even if it's just, I want more peace in my life, right? Or I want more balance in my life, or I want to start a business, or I want to tackle, uh, you know, uh, crocheting, right? That can push you outside of your comfort zone, especially if you've never done any crocheting. You're going to have to learn a whole new set of skills. So really write down what are some of the things that you want to cultivate in your life. And then get kind of a a snapshot, so to speak, of where do I feel comfortable and uncomfortable so I can get a picture of where that edge of my comfort zone is. And then just ask yourself, if I want to move forward in this goal, this dream, whatever it is, whichever one you pick. What is my just my first initial next right step? You don't have to plan it all out. You don't have to know all the steps. You just have to know the next right step. That's it. Just the one that's right in front of you. And sometimes when you draw all that out, you know, kind of get an idea of where you're comfortable and where you're uncomfortable and where your goal is, you can see, well, I need to learn more about what it means to own my own business. I need to learn, I need to find someone who has done crocheting so I can learn from them. You know, I need to, you you realize there's just that one tiny step you need to do and you can work on making that next right step. So I hope you've received something great from this comfort zone talk. Um, And I also hope that you are lovingly and graciously challenging yourself to move beyond your comfort zone. If you have questions about how to do that or ways to do that, then I invite you to reach out and kind of book a call with me if you want, um, and just to receive a little guidance and support along the way on what it looks like to take those steps and what it looks like to step outside of your comfort zone. And also what it looks like to celebrate the journey once you've done it or through the process of you doing it. And I hope that if you've gotten a lot out of this, please share this episode with someone who maybe is going through, you know, stepping out of their own comfort zone or maybe needs to step out of their comfort zone. And this can hopefully give them some hope in the experience of what it's like to really do that. And until next time, my dears, have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for joining me here on The Cody Lee Show. If you like the show and want to know more, please head on over to CodyLee.com and please leave a review on iTunes or anywhere that you Spotify. I would love to hear what you've got from this episode and what you're getting in general, what you have going on in your life. Feel free to send me a message. And also, if you love this channel, please consider showing your love with a little support for all the hard work that goes into creating this podcast. I do honestly create this podcast from the love of my heart. Um, So anything you give is just deeply appreciated. Just head on over to anchor.fm slash Cody dash Lee, L-E-A dash support. Until next time, have a good one.